0: Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number 24. Episode 24, season 2. So glad you're tuning in. Wherever you are, I hope you're having a fantastic morning, afternoon, or night. I hope it's awesome. I hope you're doing great. I have had a really, really great weekend. Uh, yesterday, my son and I went to a beach It's called San Onofre, um, and uh, we went surfing. And the waves were perfect. Small... Lots of fun, uh, but I haven't been in the water in about three weeks, and so I kind of lose my mind a bit if I'm not in the ocean. And so it was like the I was like a kid. I got in the water and I imidi- immediately got giddy. Like I, I I I actually said this to myself like You're giddy. Like uh, you're giddy. I was like I couldn't wait. I was like running into the water. It was really a a fun scene. But we had an amazing day. Um, the at night the sunset was set. It was setting and uh, it it really it looked like it looked like the sky was on fire. Like I took a picture, I posted it on my Instagram if you want to see it of Cooper, but uh, really, really great time. Got to hang out with some friends, go surfing, amazing time. But anyway, wherever you are, I hope you're doing great. That was my weekend. I hope your weekend was good as well. Psalms 19 verse one, that'll be the passage we're reading today. Psalms 19 verse one says this, the heavens declare the glory of God And the sky above proclaims his handiwork. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. On top of what I just told you about what I experienced this weekend, just watching the sky just, I mean, light up with... uh, with the sunset and, uh, in just the setting, like over the ocean, we're surfing. It's beautiful. Uh, one of my other favorite things, uh, every year. So I grew up in the Midwest, most of my life grew up in Ohio and then moved to, moved to Chicago, um, uh, for college. But one of my absolutely favorite uh, seasons of the year moments of the year was the first snowfall and every year it, again it was kind of like going to the ocean how I described it it would be like I would start to see that it would be snowing I put on all my gear I'd run outside and I would just go for a walk and there was something I would just close my eyes and I would just walk and I could feel the snow kind of pressing in against me the best kind was when it's like the those big flakes Uh, if you're if you're not in snow country if you've never been around snow it the first snowfall is really really kind of a special moment there's this purity about it it's white it's kind of covering everything and uh, it's a just it's very very special and so I remember just going for those long long walks you know it's freezing cold out snow's pressing in against your face it's covering everything around it and it's just like Wow, everything just looks new. Everything looks pure and and white. It's beautiful and the you know, you're you're breathing. It's cold. The breath is going out. Everything about it for me as somebody who just loves nature, just love that moment. And that moment for me was one of those moments, kind of like the wind, when I talk about the wind. It's one of those moments where I just feel the presence of God in a really, really special way. Like just feel like it's so quiet somewhere in the Midwest. It seems like when that first snow hits, like everything slows down. It gets a little quieter. I don't know. It's just a really sacred, sacred moment for me. Maybe you've gone through that or experienced that, but just really, really beautiful. And this is when I think about this passage, this is that was the first thing that came to my mind was that the heavens are declaring the glory of God and the skies above proclaiming his handiwork as the snow falls. It's like the glory of God is being laid out all over earth. And it's just one of those really amazing things. So have you ever ever had the same experience? You know, have you ever had the experience? Like, have you ever gone to the Grand Canyon and stood at the edge of the Grand Canyon and looked at the vastness? I mean, the... absolute vastness of the grand canyon and just been in like awe like oh my gosh this this thing didn't just pop up on the scene it was created like i like i talked about earlier like going to the ocean and standing in the ocean watching the sunset maybe you've seen some dolphins maybe you've gone you know you've seen whales like we we did a whale thing a while back in newport beach and it was so amazing just standing there, like wow, the creation is just going through the ocean, and the water's coming in, and the sun is—I mean, like hits on all the senses, senses. The wind is pressing in; you can you can taste the salt in the water. Maybe for you, it's like as you are in the mountains, like you maybe you've gone on a hike and you kind of just gotten caught up in the hike. Like I remember we went to Big Sur uh last year two years ago went for a hike in Big Sur and it was it was like it was like something out of the hobbit. Like it was like we were going in and out of these paths And around the corners, and I was just caught up into how beautiful it was. There's like a river running through. There's these massive redwood trees. It was so beautiful. Maybe for you, you're like at night, and it's like a starlit night. Like maybe you're out where there's not a lot of light pollution, and it's just like the stars are just everywhere. And you're like, what is going on? This is so beautiful. This is so amazing, Maybe as it's, you watch that sunrise or the sunset, there's something about it that just is so overwhelming and so beautiful. This is what's called natural theology. Natural theology. Natural theology is the study of God based on our observation of nature. That there is a creator that has created. We creator God has created. Everything, and as we stand back and watch these things that I've just talked about, there's something inside of us that comes alive. We are drawn in to what the to what nature is presenting to us, and what nature is presenting to us is a glorious creator who made things so beautiful, so amazing, so awe inspiring, and this is what creation. Is doing creation is inviting us into something deeper. It's as if creation is saying to us, "Join us, come join us, join us in worshiping the Creator." Like like creation is beckoning our call. As I'm out in the ocean last night, watching that sunset and just illuminate the sky, it's as if it's beckoning to us to go come, come worship. Like the people that were on the beach. I I mean, you could just hear people gasping like, oh my gosh. Oh wow. Oh my goodness. The more and more it would set, the more it would illuminate the sky. And that's what creation does. Like every starlit sky, every sunset, every snowstorm is an invitation to worship an invitation to you and I to worship our creator. Romans 1 and 19 through 20, it says this. I love this passage. It says, for what can be known about God is plain to them, is plain to us, because God has shown it to them, has shown it to us, For his invisible attributes, namely his internal power and divine nature have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they, so we are without excuse. We are without excuse to recognize that something beautiful, something dramatic, something awe inspiring has happened Like, that's why I love sitting on this front porch. This front porch is welcoming me in to worship. As the birds fly around, as the wind blows and is moving the trees back and forth, as the leaves change covers, as the, I have a gigantic palm tree right in front of me here, as the palm tree just stands and it waves, it's inviting me in to worship. It's inviting you in to worship. So why does creation worship? Why does it worship? Well, creation worships because it's completely dependent on its creator. He created them, he created it, and he sustains them and they are well aware of it. They are well aware that they have been created by a creator. Not that they have a soul, Not that they have hearts or anything like that, but it's as if creation is reacting in in every season to the creator's hand, to his intention, to his design, to his plan. They fall in line with his every direction and their identity is found in being a handiwork of the creator. And it's inviting us into the same thing. But, but we, we so often choose to rebel against this call. It's one of the things we talked about in one of the episodes. It's one of the byproducts of having free will. Like a tree does not have free will to reject the creator, but we do. And so often we're rebelling against this call to worship our creator. We choose to allow pride to invade our minds. We choose to believe that we are in control and that that we know best. And this has a dramatic impact on our worship. It's one of the things that we can really learn from creation. It is in complete submission to its creator, but because we have a free will, And we exercise it so often in an unhealthy way. We reject the creator. And we ourselves start to go, I think I know best. I think I know the plan. I think I know what to do. But when we do this, we create this narcissistic reality. This narcissistic world where we're at the center. And I would imagine for so many of you, and for me, I know this has impacted me, that it's impacted my worship dramatically. It's why we feel so disconnected at times, as we talked about in the last episode. We feel disconnected because we've become the center instead of Christ becoming the center. And what creation is calling us into, what it's beckoning us to do, is to just give up and give in. Listen to that where you're at right now give up and just give in you are not the center of the plan god is and he created you for a very unique purpose in the same way you know sometimes i have these snails that will come by here and sometimes i'll look at a snail don't judge me sometimes i'll look at a snail and i look at a snail and i go what a waste seriously what a waste Look how slow you're going. You're not accomplishing it. What are you accomplishing? I'm just looking at the snail and going, why are you here? You're taking forever. But that snail was created with purpose. And that snail is living that purpose out in its life. It's not going, this is ridiculous. I'm doing my own thing. No, a snail's a snail. But for us, we continue just to reject instead of giving up and giving in to his plan in his desire for your life. When was the last time you just gave up? And when I'm saying give up, I mean give up the control. Give up those narcissistic intuitions that is trying to convince you that you're the center of the universe. Just give that up and give in to worship because the reality is that the control that you and I so desperately desire is killing us, it's depressing us, and it's destroying us. The psalmist says, look at creation. Look at creation. He says, the heavens declare the glory of God. And the sky above proclaims His handiwork. This is what we're being invited into. The psalmist says, creation submits to its creator. And what does it do? It worships. I wonder if your worship is being impacted by the way you are living your life by the way you are putting yourself in control instead of putting the one who is in control in control. Give up and give in. And as you do that, you will find worship exploding from your life in the same way that the sky absolutely displays the glory of God. Your life will look The same way as that snowfall covers, kind of in the Midwest, that kind of dying grass. It covers it up. It makes it white as snow. He'll do the same with you. He's inviting you into the same thing. Because worship begins with a grateful heart for its creator. Thank you, God, that you are in control and I am not. So, why do you struggle with worshiping your creator. Maybe that's a question you work, at, work through today. Why do I struggle with that? Why do I struggle just letting go, giving up, and giving in? Why do I struggle with that? What is it that's preventing me from living that way? So, oh God, you are high and lifted up, worthy of our praise. Today we celebrate you, Heavenly Father, creator of all things. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heart. Until next time.